You're listening to Leaders Last with your host, with your host, Dr. David Robertson. Welcome back to another edition of Leaders Last. I am your host, Dr. David Robertson. Don't forget to grab that link, share it with other leaders. Be much appreciated. Today we're going to talk about consistency. There's a lot of talk about consistency. The importance of consistency regarding trust, right? What happens when consistency is not a thing? What happens when a leader changes their mind about something? Of course, we could default to the idea that chaos ensues. Leader changes their mind, maybe repeatedly. All kinds of issues, right? Well, that's probably true, especially if the leader hasn't done their job. If the leader has not done their job correctly, a change of the mind, a change of direction could be a problem. This sort of goes back to the idea of vision, though, the importance of having vision, the importance of the entire organization understanding where we're going. Consistency has to be redefined. When we talk about leadership, consistency is something very different than what would probably otherwise come to mind. Consistency in direction specifically is important, but we have to ask ourselves what consistency really is. Is consistency always doing the same thing? From a management standpoint, that's probably true. But that's, that's not what consistency is from a leadership perspective. From a leadership perspective, consistency in direction, we're talking about consistency towards the vision. Can a leader still be considered consistent if they change their mind? Can a leader still be considered consistent if an audible is called? I think so. In fact, I think a changing of the mind or a changing of a direction is important sometimes from a leadership perspective. Again, we got to think about the vision. We got to we got to think about that long-term goal. We got to think about where we're going. If for instance, I'll use the analogy again, the football analogy. If a quarterback calls an audible, the goal has not changed. If a quarterback calls an audible because he sees something that he doesn't like, we're just trying to get around or get through the thing that is probably impeding the progress. So when the organization is all on board with the vision, everybody's going to jump on board with the change of the play. We may go left instead of right. We may go up the middle instead of throwing over the defense. Do you see what I mean? Consistency has to be towards the vision. It's not running the same play over and over and over and over again. Because if the defense understands what you're doing, you're going to consistently lose. That's not a good form of consistency. So we have to change the way that we think about consistency. And we have to, as leaders, align our people with the destination. We have to align our people and get the buy-in of that ultimate goal. The the maybe it is 
the one touchdown. Maybe it is the winning of that game. Maybe it is the championship. Maybe it's all of them. But in order to do that, you are not going to be able to run the same play over and over and over again. But it's interesting because in a sports setting, the team understands that, the coaching staff understands that, the fans understand that. And really, when you think about the fans and the coaching staff, everybody would be pretty upset if you were running the same play and running into the same problems. So you see, when we think about it a little bit more abstractly, we start to see that there's two different ways that you can think about consistency. Ideally, everybody on the team knows where we're going. And absolutely, trust is essential, and consistency does build trust. But if you're consistently running the same play, and you're consistently losing, the only kind of trust you're building is, I would imagine your people would trust that you are leading them astray. Conversely, when we think about the organization, we think about your team, if you are calling the play and it is aligned with the ultimate goal, they will trust you and that audible will be successful. Everybody's going to jump on board. So what happens when a leader changes their mind? Well, it really kind of depends. It depends on the alignment. It, it depends on if uh, everybody is on board with that ultimate goal. Consistency and direction is important. Where you are ultimately going is important. But that is more important than the individual play itself. And let's, let's, let's continue with this analogy for a moment and imagine for a second that the play was going to be a throw and the quarterback called an audible to a run and something went astray. Something didn't go as planned and the ball fumbled and it happened to have landed in the hands of a lineman. What is that lineman going to do? Well, if the lineman is aware of where the goal is and is on board with the team to achieve that goal, the lineman's probably going to pick up the ball and run it. May not be able to go score a touchdown. Sometimes that happens. But he's going to run that ball because he's a part of the team and he knows where the goal is at. He's not going to stare at it and say, well, that's not my job. He's not going to quit right there because it didn't go to plan or because the throw didn't happen in the first place. And this is why stated goals are important. This is why understanding the vision is important. Understanding what success looks like when we get there is critical. So we have to change the way that we look at consistency. Leaders specifically need to not only change the way that we look at consistency, but we have to strive to ensure that everybody is on board with that ultimate goal. And when the entire organization is aligned to that goal, you're going to have similar results. Sometimes people are going to pick up the ball and run with it. Sometimes they're going to go train on their own. They're going to innovate interesting plays to run. And they're going to be a lot more forgiving when the, when the audible is called. So we change the way that we approach it and we see the result. Organizational effectiveness. Now, in order to achieve this, it's one of those things where we really have to kind of define what success looks like 
when we get there. And we have to effectively communicate that, right? Without an emphasis on the goal, confusion ensues. Effort wanes. Imagine for a second, continuing on with the football analogy, that you want, uh, let's say you went to go watch a football team, but you arrive there and there are no goals. First of all, would you pay? Second of all, that's really just a glorified game of catch. Because where is everybody going? What are they trying to do? What are they trying to accomplish? There are no goals. You wouldn't pay and no one would watch. And of course, if that wasn't happening, the organization really doesn't have a point and purpose and it wouldn't exist. But we flip that script. We put the goals where they are. Everybody understands what the point of the game is. So we can take this analogy and apply it to almost any organization. And this is why I often question when, when organizations are not vision-focused, when the leadership teams are not vision-focused. I question, how are we going to get our employees to pick up that ball, to innovate, to run hard, to practice hard, to train hard, when they have no idea where they're going? why they're going there. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is unbelievably critical for leaders to understand. And it's unbelievably easy to correct that problem. All it requires is focus on the vision, to reiterate it in a million different ways, and to help people visualize what success looks like when we get there. What are we striving for? What are we doing this for? Because here's the thing. If somebody doesn't have that, they're just going to show up because it's their job. They're going to get paid for it. Their goal becomes their paycheck. It's not exactly inspiring. They can go do that anywhere. We don't want that. We want the buy-in. We want the extra effort. So as leaders, we really have to paint the picture. We almost have to be a storyteller of sorts. This is where we're going. This is what we want it to be. Managers, of course, are going to tell us how we get there. Here's the plan. Again, we could use the football analogy. We want to win the game. The coach is going to give a broad strategy. The individual coaches, either on the offense or defense, are going to run the plays. They're going to dictate the plays, but then eventually they allow the quarterback or the linebacker, the captain of the defense, to make some judgment calls on the field based on what it is they're seeing. See, it's very similar from an organizational perspective if we're talking about success. So leaders paint the picture. Managers are going to run the offense or defense. And then we're going to allow our experts to really make some judgment calls on the field. And what's interesting is we can innovate. We can We can make mistakes. We can call some audibles, but it doesn't matter because we're all headed to the same goal. We're all going in the same direction. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about the linemen or the running back or the receivers or whoever. They're all going to fundamentally understand that they can pick up the ball if it's at their feet and try to run it and pick up an extra couple yards. Is the lineman going to fail to run an 80-yard touchdown? Probably, but that's okay. We're still failing forward. We're still moving the ball. We're still trying to get there collectively to this goal. 
That's consistency. Consistency in the goal, not in running the same play. Now, there is an argument to be said about the basics, right? Clearly, that's important. We have to consistently be on the line, consistently not be off sides. There are some elements of consistency, but again, we have to properly define these on our given situations, in our individual disciplines or industries, no doubt. But again, there's more than one type of consistency. So can a leader be considered consistent if they change their mind, even a lot? Sort of depends. Is it in pursuit of this ultimate vision? If so, then yeah, we are being consistent towards that vision, towards that success. If not, then no. So again, to reiterate the importance of why we write down goals, why we write down visions, missions, a goal without a plan is just a wish. You've probably heard that. Now, what's interesting is I'm sitting here talking about consistency from an organizational perspective, but the same also holds true individually. I've often told my students that there is no difference between life and leadership. If you can do one, you can do the other. Unfortunately, a lot of people can't do either for some weird reason, probably a knowledge gap of some type or a perspective issue. But still, you can apply this in your personal life. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing and you don't know where you're going, chances are you're going to end up in a loop. You're just going to go do the job and you're going to collect your paycheck and do it over again. And then there's going to be this gap in your life where you feel unfulfilled. However, when you establish a vision and you have individual goals that lead up to this grander vision, you're more likely to achieve it. There's another analogy that I like to use. Imagine you wanted to go to Philadelphia, okay? You wanted to go to Philadelphia, but you don't have a car. And maybe you don't have money for a plane ticket. Could you get there? Sure you could. Sure you could. You know where you want to go. And your will alone, maybe you'll hitchhike, which I don't recommend. But maybe you can find a bus ticket. You could heel-toe express it there. There's a lot of things you could do to eventually get there. Because you know where you're going. It may not happen overnight. It may not even happen this next week. We could even look at this in another way. You could then apply purpose to your job to accumulate the money necessary to buy the ticket that will eventually get you to Philadelphia. But let's say you had the money, you had the car, you had various modes of transportation, but you didn't have a destination. What's going to happen? Nothing. You're not going to go anywhere. The car is going to sit there. The money is going to accumulate, but you don't have anywhere to go. Again, the importance of having a vision, the importance of having a goal. And you can apply these things strategically, both personally and organizationally, and your odds of success go through the roof once you understand what success looks like when you get there. Now, success, it's going to be different for different people. Your version of success is likely different than mine. But that's the beauty of leadership. That's the beauty of the control to some degree that leaders have, not only in their personal lives, but also in the organization. You get to define that. That's your job to define that. So that's where we have to begin 
individually and organizationally, we have to define where we're going and what success looks like when we get there. Only then can we begin to apply strategy to get us there. So really ponder these ideas. Think about where you are going. Think about where your organization is going. And understand that the more clear this becomes, not only in your head, but in the heads of those that are a part of the team, the higher the odds are that you will achieve success. We could look at this in a, in a lot of different ways. Imagine going to the grocery store without a list. Your odds of forgetting something increase. Your odds of buying things you don't need increase. But if you go to the store with a list and a budget, you're going to walk in, more than likely, walk in, buy the things you need, and get out. You're going to be successful in that trip. And this, this again, is, is across the We could use a million different scenarios for this. Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. So when we talk about consistency, let's pretend for a moment that Philadelphia was the destination. You had no plane. You have no car. But you were able to consistently walk however many miles a day. You would eventually get there. But if you're frozen and you don't know where you're going, it, it's all for nothing. So let's change the way we look at consistency. Let's begin to paint a picture in the minds of our people about what success looks like. Let's clearly define what success looks like and then allow our organization, our, our families, what have you, an opportunity to consistently strive for that goal. This one principle alone can do dramatic things for the bottom line and the achievement of success. And let me revisit the trust element for a second. If you had this type of consistency, consistency towards the vision, consistency towards that ultimate goal, your people would trust you because you knew what you were doing, why you were doing it, and what the expected outcome is. Conversely, if you didn't know where you were going, didn't know how you were going to get there, and consistently ran plays for the sake of it, then really the kind of trust that you're building is that you have no idea what you're doing. And that becomes a trust issue. And with those types of trust issues comes a whole slew of issues that we'll talk about in later podcasts that are fundamentally going to undermine all of your efforts. Now, with that, <clears throat> there are a couple of things that are in the ether that gets spread around on social media that I do agree with regarding consistency. These are seer direct reports as people, not tasks. I absolutely, absolutely fundamentally agree with that. These are your teammates. You may be the quarterback, but you do not exist. You are not going to be able to take on an opposing team without the rest of your team. And you have to see them as that. These are your people, not tasks. In fact, you've probably heard the statement, you go to war with, with the army you have, not the army you want. Well, this is your army. This is your team. And you're going to battle. But even then, what's the point of the battle? You want to win the battle. Another point, set a baseline. Be clear about what it is. Absolutely. I read once that there is arguably nothing that causes more turmoil in the workplace than unclear expectations. Indeed, it is good to have standards, and it is essential that those standards are clearly communicated and understood. But I think, again, more importantly, that baseline should always be the goal. 
And yes, again, we're going to have standards. We want a certain caliber of player on the field. But I can't stress this enough. How do you know what players you need if you don't understand the positions, what its strategic implementation could be, or where you're going? It's all irrelevant. Things that I disagree with regarding consistency, advice that I have seen, is that you're supposed to implement daily habits and find yourself living out consistency regarding tasks and efforts. I don't, I don't agree with that. Sometimes you're going to have to be there for your people. Sometimes you're going to have to show people something important. Sometimes the ball is going to fumble. Now, does that mean we don't train? Does that mean we don't run? Does that mean we don't do these other things? Of course not. I think that's part of the baseline. That's the expectation. We're going to train. We're going to practice. And we're going to practice and we're going to practice and we're going to fail and we're going to fail and we're going to learn from those failures and we're going to get better and better and better. That's a form of consistency that I think is often overlooked. Are we going to constantly improve? Or are we going to allow the status quo, which holds us back, to become this overbearing thing that we're constantly ensuring? I think that's a bad idea. That's a form of consistency that I fundamentally disagree with. I want innovation and growth. The type of consistencies that we're after are learning from mistakes, getting better, failing with effect. And I want my team to trust that they can fail and they can improve and that they're going to be okay when they do. I want my team to trust me enough that when they do fail, they know I'm going to be there to help pick them up, that I'm going to coach them along, and that together we can reach that goal. I don't want to be beholden to a toxic organizational culture that is consistently wrong, consistently lost, that makes me look unreliable. That makes me unapproachable because it's not going to matter. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. Nothing's going to change. He's not doing anything. But the type of consistency that I'm talking about allows for them to understand that I am reliable, that I am approachable, that we can do this together. And that failure, as long as we learn from it, isn't necessarily bad. We will get better. Do we want unchanging culture or do we want constant refinement? Is everything perfect in your organization? Is everything perfect in your life? Probably not. So we have to consistently hone, consistently lean towards risk, consistently innovate in a way that's going to allow an unbelievable amount of growth and strides towards that ultimate vision. This is the type of consistency that leaders must have, both organizationally and personally. And if you have this, you can achieve victory. You can achieve growth. You can achieve your goals. That does it for me. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here for another edition of Leaders Last. Till then, take care.